pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left, the world's favourite video game radio show broadcasting across London live. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. For the next hour, we're going to be talking about video games. We haven't done that for a while. Welcome back. The last time we did it was the day after the Olympics, wasn't it? Yes, and this is the the day day after after the the Paralympics. Paralympics. And on the day of London's greatest day ever, apparently. We were there. I was there. What, London's greatest day? You were Are in you London. London's I was greatest in the team? I got kettled. Did you? What, by Jessica Ennis? Imagine that. That was a dream. That was a dream. No, um, I was meeting my friend Matt from Harmonix. Right. And, and we met uh, by the Eros statue. Did you? Nice. That's romantic. It was, was romantic. And then quickly found ourselves pressed against hundreds of thousands of sweaty nice. people there to cheer on our greatest team. I couldn't make it, unfortunately. Um... I say, unfortunately, that's because I was restricted by the police. Uh, because Jessica, she was on the uh, b- uh, bus A, wasn't she? Was she? Yeah. For athletics. <laughs> she was. Victoria Pendleton. Not bus S. <laughs> she was on bus C. Okay. There, if this was an adult show, there'd be a joke about those initials and how I'd like to cuddle them. <laughs> uh, who was your favourite uh, star of the Olympics? Favourite star of the Olympics. Um, it has to be... The guy that... Or the Paralympics, of course. Usain Bolt fist-bumped just before the 100 metres. Right. It's fabulous. It was one of the, one of the volunteers. Okay. And uh, Usain, as is his way, just went up to him, offered him a fist-bump, did the fist-bump, and his face lit up. It's one of my favourite animated gifts on the internet. <laughs> did you shout at the Olympians today? Did I shout yeah, at them? Yeah, get out of my way! Try <laughs> to get to the tape from Go harmonics! <laughs> Wow! And you were hanging out with Matt from Harmonix. What was that oh, like? So it was the dream. Yeah, God, I've not seen him for ages. Did you have a good uh, London 2012, Anne? Oh, the best! Yeah. Wasn't it the best? What was your favourite bit? Um, when I went. Right. That was brilliant. What I went and saw see? the uh, seven-a-side football. Turned up, didn't know who was playing. It was for the seventh and eighth playoff positions. It was Team GB versus Boo SA. <laughs> Somebody genuinely shouted Boo SA. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> that's, that's that's against the Olympic spirit, is it? It is, but it was fine because um, Team GB won. Quite good. As it should be. Excellent. Yes. Uh, so we're going to be talking about games of the proper sort from now on, aren't we? Now that they've handed London back. Uh, and uh, we've been away for a couple of weeks, a good, good few weeks. Uh, so we've had like a guest pile-up. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, so we've got two in the studio today. First, uh, Simon Product, CEO of Chromativity. Welcome. Hello. 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 Thanks Hello, for coming Simon. in and braving the uh, the Olympic crowds. Uh, talking about the Olympics, um, we we work with uh, Jessica Ennis and, and lots of the other athletes. No. On what? On Adidas My Coach, which is one of our games we released this summer. Why haven't we been friends be- since before <laughs> this? Can we be in My Coach as well with Jessica Ennis? Can we? Can she be my coach? We spent two days in Florida with her. Oh, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Get out. <laughs> Down to one guest yeah, exactly. now. <laughs> and we're delighted to be introduced. Uh, sorry, to, to welcome as well, Matt Bock, director of Dance Central. Matt from Harmonix, hello. Hello. You've hello, been hanging Matt. out with Steve during London 2012, have you? I have indeed. How's that been for you? Just as, as amazing as it could possibly be. 
I've just been staring into his eyes. Wow. And, and how well do you know Jessica Ennis? Not at all. <laughs> you can stay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so let's kick off the shoes. Uh, shoes? <laughs> let's kick off the shoes. Why not? And get on with the news. <laughs> It's 7.04 on Monday the 10th of September, I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Valve is to charge $100 for Steam Greenlight submissions to stop spam. Following its launch, Valve posted on the Greenlight blog, There is unfortunately a significant amount of noise and clutter being submitted, either as a joke or by fans not fully understanding the purpose of Greenlight. The money will go to charity Child's Play. One Life Left will now enforce a $100 charge for putting posts through our door so we stop getting pizza flyers. Good thing, bad thing, Simon. Good thing. I think well, it's, it's it's a fine thing, isn't it? There was a there was hoo ha about this. I saw um, when like because I, I now peek at Twitter with just like one eye open, one eye shut. <laughs> oh, what are you moaning about now? Um, and uh, yeah, the people were up in arms about it. And then someone said, uh, "I'm going to blog about this," and then presumably they didn't. I think it was fine. I think it's a bad thing. No. Yes. I'm going to peek at you with one eye open. I think it's, a, it's an attempt to solve something with good intentions. Obviously, they're not doing it to make money, giving the money to charity, and everyone likes charity right. Yeah. But I think that this does preclude some people from making video games, and it is not the most inclusive statement. That's because you want to spam them. Me? Yeah. I have no ulterior motive here okay. at all. How, well, so do you think they should charge anything at all, then? I don't think that that is the right solution. I think, actually, what they should probably do is employ someone to sort through the, the submissions. Well, maybe they could with $100 a submission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't think Valve are lacking for cash at the no, moment. No. I think they're, they're rolling pretty, in it. pretty much rolling in it, and I think they should probably uh, find a human solution to this because I think it could preclude some people who want to make games from making games because $100 is a lot of money. Get a bit cocky, Valve, aren't they? You think so? Well, didn't they say today that um, Microsoft copying Apple will, will accelerate their failure? Uh, you will accelerate your <laughs> failure. They've become our evil overlords. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Simon Prothock from Chromativity. Uh, so you do um, my coach, evidently, but you also do, you, yeah. you're, you're here to talk about fluid football, which we'll get onto in a second. But as sort of independent developers, what do you think about them charging to submit for green light? I think that $100 is not much to ask if you're serious about your idea. And I think looking at all the ideas that were submitted before they introduced that, it was, it was hard work, uh, sort of dredging through all the dross. Right. So well, I, isn't forward. work hard work? <laughs> like, isn't that why people get paid? I don't know. I, I mean, I think $100 isn't a lot of money to maybe me or you, you know? Just, uh, I, I spend that, drop that on a pair of shoes. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, we are in a very privileged position. $100, the worth of that varies across the world. And surely, as an inclusive industry we want to be submitting uh, you know receiving ideas and contributions from people across all uh, cultural sectors thing is so you don't need uh, to be greenlit in order to make a game though do you um i see what you're saying right okay. so, sure yeah. uh, that's absolutely true but you do in order to get on steam which is the preeminent platform for this sort of thing and i, I think it's unfair to preclude mm. some people from that matt what do you think it, it seems strange to charge money to ask for money that also sounds illegal. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to sell money, are you? You're not. <laughs> Apparently not. No. You're I've tried. Pay, what about coin for the privilege to ask well, for money? Another, <laughs> sorry, Matt. Sorry. But you don't see the same hoo-ha about Apple, do you? Uh, they, they charge for their developer program roughly the same amount. Do they? Ah, interesting. Yeah, it is. I see a lot of hoo-ha about Apple all the time. Isn't that just for their SDK? Or is it just to, is it to submit an idea? No, it, that is for the SDK and to, to be part of their development right. program. But, but, but I suppose part of it is that the PC has always, you know, been a very, very open environment. And that's been the strength of the PC, right? That's yeah, and I think Steam, Steam here copying Apple is going to lead to their own demise. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I think we answered that, didn't Indeed. we? Double Fine has decided to turn the accidental early release of an unfinished game into a beta test. Speaking to Gamasutra, the game lead Chi... Key Chi took responsibility for the early release of iOS game Middle Manager of Justice on the App Store and has asked anyone who has played the game for bug reports and suggestions. The game has since been withdrawn but will be put out properly in a few weeks. It is being dubbed the hokey-cokey of video games. Who's dubbing it that? 
Me. Okay. It is being currently dubbed. Oh, yeah, right now. No, it has been dubbed. That happened. It has now been dubbed. Okay. The dubbing is over. Yeah, the dubbing is over. Okay. Can Double Fine do anything wrong? No, I was just about to say, yeah. I, no, I, now, do you... Th- They've 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 turned uh, something that everybody would jump upon as a as a big mistake and made it yeah made That's it fine guys you played our game early well, well yeah. good good, please, good. Well, please let, let us know, know what you think. think we have no experience with that <laughs> <laughs> we do not do we <laughs> I think I think you may have found some bugs. <laughs> well, yeah, the, well, the fact that there are other people around, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody has to tidy up after you. We are. That is, of course, a callback to something that we didn't do during GDC. <laughs> are we doing in jokes on the radio again? Uh, apparently so. so. Let's go back to middle manager of justice. So, did any of us manage to download it? No. I did not know about it. It until doesn't Anthony's sound like story. something I would want to play. <laughs> <laughs> If only there was a feedback, a way of offering a rating <laughs> like that on a... St- Should I email them? Guys, I didn't download the game yeah. because I don't want to play you it. Maybe do. you could improve on it by well, making that's feedback of, of to, sorts. To play it. Can you do that while Good the show's beta. on? Uh, seriously, as soon as your new section finishes, sure. send that email and sure. see whether we get a reply from them. I'll do that, Steve. So, but, um, Simon, as, as somebody who's uh, experienced with the App Store, like, can you accidentally release something? How does that happen? You can accidentally release something. But it's 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 hard, and, and it's it's probably because they found bugs afterwards. And right, saying it was an accident. Yeah. Well, so he says that what they did was they uh, decided on September as a release date, uh, started the process of putting it through um, with Apple. Uh, found some stuff found that it wasn't ready. You didn't want to withdraw it um, in case they double released it by accident. Um, Wanted to work on it again. Forgot that they'd already set a release date. <laughs> what, these, are pro- these are game development professionals, are they? I and you that believe we'd already this? Set a release date, and then uh, and then it got released by accident. Right. So, what, what does everyone think about uh, the funding of of games by fans for fans, which is where Double Fine? Sort of so, yeah, uh, I'm all for it. Actually, I think it's yeah, I think it's good. I mean, I worked with Charles Cecil on his. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, and um, it was inter- It was it was interesting because a lot of people said beforehand that um, he would easily get his target. He set a target four hundred thousand for the new Broken Sword. He did that in eleven days. He did do it in eleven days. But you know what? It was still super worrying. Um, like the whole process was really, you know, putting yourself up there and saying, "Do you like this idea?" And, and it will only get made if you all like it. It, it. You know, I know Charles very well. I've never seen him so nervous. <coughs> but but yeah, but it all worked out. And I think I think it's a good way of. You, of going out of the middle man and you know getting consumers on board with developers we're early. in quite a weird time yeah. with Kickstarter at the moment uh, given the length of time it takes to make a video game we're in this time when everyone's been really really enthusiastic about it lots and lots of people have put money down but we're not yet at the point where people haven't received or have that's, received that's the thing. I, I see t- some people are saying well this is the third or fourth game I've funded and I'm still yet to receive one so it's still you're right and people aren't stressed about that because they you know well we've, we haven't hit those release dates but I think uh, and I don't think that this is a crazy outlandish prediction We're get, there's going to be a big well, be Ooyah. Uh, kickstarter failure it could be Ooyah, it could be uh, something else I, I don't think Double Fines will be one of those because I think Double Fines is very, very well specced. It's a simple type of game to make, the, the, the adventure game. But a lot of them, if I look at there's a couple of really high-profile RPGs, which are a nightmare to make. If you look at I can't Im- remember a single RPG that, slipped, uh, that shipped on time. Yeah. And when you slip with a game that's crowdsour- uh, crowdfunded like this, where do you go for your next cash injection? What do you do? Because you can't go back to source. So, yeah. But I think it's a great way forward for independent developers like ourselves, and I can see us doing something along those lines in the future. Do you mean mean us? Yes. All of us. us. Yes. Yeah, all of us. That's an exclusive. Yeah, see if we can crowd uh, design something on the radio. Okay. In. (laughs) A report on the Scottish creative industries has credited Scotland's game industry with having 200 employees and creating no revenue. This has been disputed and the report itself recognises that anomalies in data and the classification of companies has given misleading figures. Website Scottish Games points out that Rockstar North employs over 200 uh, people on its own. The Scottish Government told Eurogamer that its official statistics value the sector at over just just over £1 billion. Rumours that the English were behind the report are unfounded. Who was... Sorry, who, who was behind that report? Uh, so it's uh, Scottish Government agencies, so, like, okay. I think Scottish Enterprise... Right. And have they done a report before? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like maybe they haven't. 
Well, you know, so you've done all the sums and it's come up with nothing. Right? So is that <laughs> fine? Oh, well, let's upload it to what iTunes. What they actually said was uh, it's that, been that, released. that they said that there's no revenue because any revenue below 10 million not is rounded down to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> is, that how, is that how they go shopping in Scotland? That is how uh, economics works. Round, <laughs> right. Anything d- below, below t- 10, 10 mil. T- 10 mil, just, just rounded down to zero. Right. Yeah. Someone needs to tell that to the state of Rhode Island. <laughs> um, also, that means One Life Left's revenue for last year. I don't know, have you done the sums yet? What was it? Yeah, we're rounding it down to zero, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> that's fair enough, I suppose. It's an economic rule. Yeah. Uh, that's... It just seems like the dumbest, most dumb thing to have actually wasted the paper publishing anywhere. I d- <laughs> <laughs> If I, if, I, if I was living in Scotland and paying for that sort of research, I'd be up in arms. Yeah, I am up in arms, and I'm not even. But in presumably, Scotland. if that report costs less than ten million, it costs nothing. <laughs> it's just a scam. So it's it's like, how is it going to cost you nothing? Valve is beginning to create computer hardware. An advert for an industrial designer explained that the company is frustrated by the lack of innovation in computer hardware. A New York Times journalist then went for a visit to try out some gaming goggles. The man in charge of the goggles explained that goggles capable of facilitating credible augmented reality games could be three to five years away, but that virtual reality glasses are on the horizon. When these things do arrive, we suggest you don't mistake them for your sunglasses or your day out at the beach could be more harrowing than expected. I'm starting to get worried about Valve now. Well, I don't know whether you seeded this earlier by talking about them as an evil empire, but now they're looking for hardware. What would they need hardware for? Killing people. <laughs> Did you see the picture of the of these glasses? They look smooth, don't well, they? You were, you were talking before the show about the fact you need glasses. Would yeah, you, would I do. you consider these? Um, I mean, no. They just look so bulky. Right. You know, it, the man looked like he was holding them onto his head, and I just think that for day to day use, it's not practical. So, so we didn't we? Didn't we all just assume that they were making this, the um, the the Gabe Cube as we dubbed it? Didn't right. We? I um, read an article that said that sort of thing's gone into beta today. Okay. They're, they're, they're doing living room gaming via a PC from uh, from today. They're beta testing that sort of thing, and they haven't and said whether they're going to. Far. Well, they sounds like like... Bionic Ears will be next. I and... say they've got loads of money, so mm-hmm. they can the, do what the, they want. The Google goggles that you've seen out there on on the web, mm-hmm. they look a lot more sexy. They look more like the normal pair of uh, glasses. In fact, Simon, what are those glasses? <laughs> <laughs> I'm googling you now. <laughs> I've got safe search turned off as well. Oh, Simon. You know, uh, three most popular hits for One Life Left on our One Life Left website. And Scanterbury. No, 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 no. Okay. Wait. One Life Left. Right. Oh. One Life Left Radio. Right. And Scantlebury Hardcore. <laughs> Turn your glasses off, well, You Simon. must know where to find that stuff by now. It's on the shared drive. <laughs> Finally, if you are a person who feels the winter chill, likes the feel of quality cowhide leather, and has a spare £899 to spare, does Capcom have an offer for you? The company will be selling a replica of Leon's jacket from Resident Evil 6 on its brand new UK online store. Apparently, it's designed to be close-fitting, not only looks good, but also is practical, as it has six pockets outside and two inside. Eight pockets in total. (laughs) Only an idiot wouldn't get this jacket. Fashion news. Yes. It's, it's back. <laughs> I mean, the jacket's essentially free, right? Yes, yes. that's yes. right. It is. You're just paying £899 for a game. Which is rounded down to? Zero. Oh, zero. Yeah. I, get, I get the Keep joke. Keep up, and <laughs> Sorry. And you did say replica, didn't you? Yeah, replica. I'd not like the, the actual... real one with all the pixels and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so what, why are they... But they've, they, they think pockets is a selling... Yeah. Yeah. Selling point Six of jackets. on the inside. Imagine. Magic. Two on the outside. It's like the TARDIS, Simon. Right. What would you? Why would you need six on the inside? Yeah, that's low. Yeah, that is low. Isn't it's it? too what, many. What, so what Capcom like carry a, a around DSi, with them? You've got a PS Vita. You've got your PSP, Game Boy. That's four. four Go yeah, on. Game, Game Boy Advance. Five. Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I think it's more. I think they've got a hip. hip Capcom got a hip flask, a packet of snouts. <laughs> what? What else? I just imagine. Just one minute, I've got to find my phone. Yeah, my resident. Oh, yeah. Are you Leon from Resident Evil? No, yes, I am. I'm not. I'm someone who used to have £900. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
You are listening to Resonance 104.4 FM, broadcasting across London. This is One Life Left. We're a radio show about video games. We also play chiptune music. This is Cobra by Clam. It's from chipmusic.org, where all of the music we'll be playing today is from. It's a brilliant website for chip tunes. Simon, your verdict? Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Thanks. Yeah, like it. Carry on. I would say let's hear some more of it, but we've, we've got a packed show to get we through, do. haven't we? We have, we have to get on with it. Simon, you were just... Uh, I, 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 I sort of wish that you hadn't brought the conversation back to Jessica Innes while we were listening to that, because now I'm sort, of, uh, sort of keen to explore that a little more. But let's not. Let's, you're here to talk about fluid football. Uh, but first no, first of all, your, your background, didn't you? You're, you've, you've made quite a few games, haven't you? Not just uh, Jessica Innes is my coach. I was behind LMA manager and... Club football back in Codemaster days when I used to work there. Right. And these days I run a studio in Banbury called Chromativity. Cool. And is Fluid Football your first game? Uh, it's not our first game, but it's our first game it's on, like on uh, iPhone and iPad. So it's uh, it's a mix of sort of puzzle solving and football. If is that an accurate way of describing it? You. Um, it's a game that can only exist on touchscreen devices. So you trace trace the routes of where you want the players to go and how you want them to pass, and the ultimate aim is to score goals. You get points for solving the puzzles most efficiently. Or no, that's right. Each level is a set piece, so it's a throw in a corner or a, um, a free kick, and you get uh, three objectives for each one. The first one being score a goal. The next one might be you know do it in under so many passes, and the next one might be you know do it under score in under five seconds. Um, it's as you say, drag and draw. Um, so you control the players on and off the ball. Uh, and how's it gone? I mean, I, I follow you guys on Twitter, and uh, it seems to be going very well. You were number one app, one, number one free app in the UK and other countries. Is that right? We were number two free app in in overall. That's that's not just games. That's all apps in the UK. We were number one sports game, number one strategy game, and in the UK and several other countries. Um, we did four hundred thousand downloads in in the first two weeks. Wow! Um, and we've got lots and lots of updates coming up. So your first few weeks on sale then, what, what, how were they for you? Because what, what I've really liked about what you guys have been doing and under the, the banner of Appy Nation, uh, are they a publisher or...? Appy Nation are a digital publisher and we publish it's through them. You've been very open about your sort of your first few weeks of market, the numbers of downloads you've got. You've, there was a very interesting post last week about CD Apple sites that charge for reviews. Uh, yeah, how's it, how's it all been? I mean, given that you've come from the traditional games pub background to the, the brave new world of iOS and Android and stuff, so... The big difference from going from consoles and PC to the mobile market is definitely that everything's much more in instant. Like, we, we can see what our sales are yesterday. We can see... Um, we, we can almost see what the... Who, who's playing it today through various... Uh, you know, Flurry, etc. Uh, Flurry's a... For, for people out there, that it's uh, it's it's used by developers to to measure where 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 you're playing your game and what what when you're playing. It's 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 in most titles out there. Right. It's, it's, I guess there's a danger with that of being obsessed with the stats. Then is there? We use it to to see what people like and what people don't like. Okay. And so it shapes much better games for the future. What are the biggest surprises you've uh, found out through that? The biggest surprise is that. Um, most people just want to get into the game and they don't want to uh, go through the tutorial even though our tutorial um, is giving you lots and lots of information about how to play the game most people won't go, want to quit that and go straight into, the, mm -hmm. into the, playing the levels and discovering it for themselves so in future we'll probably build our lessons to learn into the first few levels Am I right in thinking this is a game based on microtransactions? It is the, it's, it's, free, it's free to download and then um, as you progress further into the game, and if you really like the game, then you you pay to to progress further, either to buy coins or to buy levels once you get further into it. That must be a really difficult thing to balance. It is, and I'm, obviously we've only had the game out there for three weeks now. I don't think we balanced it correctly to begin with, but mm -hmm. in the next couple of weeks we're going we're to address that. It's, it's, I mean. As someone who you know looks at iOS as a potential publishing platform and stuff, that sort yeah. of thing terrifies me because the only way you can um, you can address f 
feedback or the only way you can see whether something works is by putting it out there but everything about these things says you have to get it to you have to get your launch of your game right you have to create sort of momentum hype around it and you sort of have a shot at that and if you haven't got the game right then if you're relying on you know then going four weeks hence then maybe double fines double release policy seems like a good thing to do (laughs) because you say oh we did this by accident get all that feedback in address it and then go now now guys pay attention to this one this is our release where we've got it right but i think this is where experienced people working on on a game make a difference because you know you've got at least 50 percent right Mm -hmm. probably more of 80 percent right and in this case we'd um, let people in the industry play it for a few months beforehand and we sort of knew where we right, were I plus see. we had pretty talented designers and programmers on it that had worked on uh, various other iOS titles and, and football games in the past right okay and I've it, been <coughs> sorry, it, well, really sh- it really shaped it and then as soon as people saw it they were like I get this I get this yeah yeah, yeah well I, you very kindly sent me uh, um, am I allowed to say this you sent me an, uh, a version I am yeah you sent me an Android version um, which I, 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 I'm an Android user and um, you can judge uh, the quality of a game by how many times I sit down to go to the toilet during a working day <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few times today. I've done all of the levels. <laughs> yeah, I've been really enjoying it, I have to say. Um, we haven't mentioned that it all goes into a, like a flick kick style when you shoot as well. So it's, it's lots of different uh, styles of game thrown together. And yeah, very, very different. It's strategy, action and puzzle. And I've had quite a few, uh, I've had quite a few women actually um, email and that, that has said to me, I'm not a football fan, but I love your game because I love the puzzles. Cool. Right. So, just very quickly, you've got some updates coming. We were talking about outside briefly. Uh, when 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 can we expect these? We're looking at an Android version in about three in weeks' now. time. Got it now. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's got it now, but everyone else will have to wait about three weeks. We've got a new update, which is we haven't announced the announced the now. features, but we will have allow you to design your own kits. Cool. So, um, we will have. Some other features, but I can't announce those. But one of the things we'll we'll have have you you will be able to design your own kits, and that's important for a lot of football fans because they don't want to have the generic kit we give them at the beginning. Cool. And have you written to Double Fine yet? Um, no, I was just about. To... You've got the length of Derek Williams's okay. free market economy to do that. Done. I thought of something incredibly interesting and important to say for this week's FME, but I've since forgotten it. It's my age, you know. So instead, I'll have a proper look at the charts for a change. Sims 3 on PC at number 9, it's still seemingly the best-selling game on PC. Who would have thought a virtual doll's house could have such lasting popularity? At number 8, Modern Warfare 3, proving that boring army shooter-shooter games are still far too popular. If I had my way, I'd ban them on grounds of being too unimaginative. Number 7, Skylander Spyro's Adventure Starter Pack. I've no idea what this is all about or why you should need a starter pack for it, but further investigation suggests there's trading cards involved which are a horrible tool of the devil thing. And again, would be banned if I got my way because they're simply too exploitative or something. It also features a portal of power for £35, and who wouldn't want a portal of power for that price? At number 6, Mario 3D Land. Nintendo are a bit like Sainsbury's really, aren't they? Or co-op or something, where you go in there just to buy their own brand products. Except that they're also really expensive, so um, that's a bit like some other really exclusive shop or something. I mean, no one really buys third-party stuff for their consoles, do they? At number 5, Skyrim. I recently enjoyed watching Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of the Dragon God on DVD. Being as I sometimes indulge myself with a little D&D adventures, it's a bit like watching people play. I mean, sure it was a bigger rap, but I found a certain charm to it. At number 4, Sonic and Mario London Olympics 2012. Why don't they do a Sonic and Mario Paralympics, eh? Do they have female events in this one, or can any sex enter any event? Number 3, London 2012. Having only male events is okay because there's no such thing as female gamers. At number 2, New Super Mario 2. DS games still selling plenty then. Hardly surprising as everyone in the world has five of them. Sleeping Dogs at number 1. And that's the reason the chart started at number 9. It's because the PC version is at number 10. Which just goes to prove something, though I'm not quite sure what. Anyway... I'm Derek Williams, and my free market economy will definitely not lie or sleep because it's a thing and not alive, obviously.
You're listening to One Life Left on Residence 104.4 FM. This is the point where normally I would start the letters theme. Do 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 do. Oh, is that letters? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emails. Oh, is that some? Oh, no, that's that's yeah. the um, that's the reviews. Yeah. Okay. Emails, messages, and forward BCCs. One, one Life Letters. letters. <laughs> Can't do it because the CD's broken. Who's going to start? I'm going to start. Hello, Team OL, uh, says Dan Benden. He says, while he was at Gamescom, I found myself in the presence of Simon and Lewis, the YouTube superstars from the Yogcast, two thoroughly nice guys, I might add. After an hour or so of bumming around the EA lounge... Steady on, lads. I got a call from my 10-year-old son, keen to tell me all about his first day back at school. He's a dedicated Minecraft fan and follower of the Yogcast. After checking if it would be cool, I passed my phone to Simon Yogcast, who chatted to Max for a short time before passing the phone on to Lewis and then saying goodbye. When I inquired as to his reaction, both the guys, and later my wife, explained that Max had just been shouting, Oh my God! Over and over again. Uh, he concludes, as you are nominated in the same GMA category as the Yogcast this year, presumably hold an equal or greater level of internet fame, I wondered if Is you... Is that true? Equal or greater? I don't think it guys. is. I don't do you know what? Because I was... Well, you, um, sorry, the One Life Left account was trolling Radio 5. Yeah, we're not. We're not, are we? We're not. I've got the printout of the uh, GMA nominations here. So what happened with the Radio 5 thing? Because I missed this. I right. saw some incidents. Sorry, he says... Oh, should um, we deal with that now? Have you... Uh, what if you always had the power to make our young fans lose their S-word in such a way? Um, have you ever made a youngster lose its S-word? That's no. not your son. Anne? No. no it's a good no. job we're not nominated with Yogcast then. Well, let me tell you this. Should we deal, deal with this now? The Let's GMA? deal with yes. it now. Have we got the GMA's theme? <laughs> GMA's bed. Uh, we had to submit some text to the organisers of the Games Media Awards where we've been nominated for, again, we're very, we're very pl- proud and pleased. Very, thank very you for your nominations. Mm. Uh, so uh, they asked Steve to su- supply it. Steve ignored them as so they came to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, so I wrote some text very quickly, deliberately spelled Anne's name wrong. Clever. Just to uh, see if you're paying attention. They said that we can't say that we're uh, the only uh, national, we were the only the UK's only video games radio show because apparently Radio no, no, Five Live FM broadcasting that was the issue because apparently they go out on FM now. Oh, sorry, no, FM they, broadcasting. But yeah, they're, that's they're right. repeated when you know they can't find anything else kicking wow. around the cupboard to put so on. So we need to find other ways. So I don't think Game On has a theme tune. So that's can good. we be the, the UK's only radio show? Do they have a girl? They've got no girls. No um, girls. Their text just lists who they've interviewed. <laughs> like, right, they've interviewed Peter Moore. So we turned him down. We said, get over there to Radio 5 Live. We could have interviewed We've got Jessica Ennis. Yeah, yeah, exactly, on the show. been a bit alert. Have you been on this Radio 5 malarkey yet, Simon? I haven't, not don't. yet. Don't. <laughs> don't go on. <laughs> don't and if you do tune. go on, you're dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so um, we need to find a different way to troll them. Yeah, I've turned them down to be on here. Thank yeah. you very Good. much. Thank you. Good. Uh, Steve. Hi, One Life Left team and super special guests, writes Jack Dempsey in all caps. Long time, first time, love you all, and the cliched radio letter love yous you've heard countless times before. We never get tired of it. We don't, no. We don't, we don't. I found a video of robots outrunning Olympians and thought Simon might be impressed. (laughs) (laughs) He has got you down, hasn't he? Um... We're one step closer to rail-equipped IRBM intermediate range ballistic missile launching bipedal battle tanks. Ah. This is scary as hell. Now, team, I fell off the podcast train a while ago, but I'm looking forward to getting back into the saddle with a live one tonight. Could you please let the harmonics guys know I love them, have come to love dancing, and thanks for all of the rhythm heaven, brackets pun intended, that they have gifted us gamers. Ah, well, How do you feel we'd, about love that? To, har- we'd, we'd love to the, let the harmonics guys know. Guys? Implies as plural. We've only got Matt from harmonics, haven't we? Or have we? <laughs> <laughs> who's this man who's just walked in? Hello. Do you wait outside uh, broadcast, <laughs> wait for somebody to make needing a plural of plural yeah. harmonics? Yeah, I just want to make sure subjects and verbs agree at all times. <laughs> Who so are you? Hi, I'm John from harmonics. <laughs> I sit outside the studio and just wait. <laughs> well, just we've linger. got a message for you guys. Apparently we're loved, we're beloved <laughs> by robot Olympians. That's well, what I caught. It was bits and pieces. That's, that's the long and short of it, isn't it? There you go. So if you've got any more requests, that we can deal with mid-show <laughs> by summoning up more individuals from the games uh, industry. Please email team at onelifeleft.com. Good job. Now, Anne, you've got a letter, haven't yeah, you? Have a, I have a physical letter from, from the post. An actual letter. Can we hear the sound of it being opened? 
That was good. That, that did w- sound good. That sounded like a what sound effect. Sound? I'd forgotten that sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is this a bill? <laughs> oh, I hope We should not. get Anne to do other sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> a- any requests? Just email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charming. Uh, so it says, uh, while I've left care of residence, 104.4 FM, 104. Yeah, right, okay, good. Wow, this is a lengthy thing. Whoa. Oh. Whoa, two sides. The latest in digital technology brings you... I don't think we've got time to read all of that. <laughs> no. Can you pick um, out some highlights? Oh, after the success of my first letter, here's another. Uh, this is from Carl Stones. We've got his address, by the way. Okay, today I'd like to put forward my application for One Life Left, and I think I might be a little overqualified. Really? Probably are. See, after taking into account such things as age, years spent gaming, knowledge, the ability to talk for an hour a week, and many, many more factors, I discover something amazing. I score 8 out of 10 unheard of. Now, I know what you're thinking um, I did too, which is why I went back and recalculated. Over and over I saw the same numbers, 8 and 10 in that order. So if you can find somewhere to rehome Simon, I'll ha- be happy to uh, step up to the plate Fees can be negotiated via email but I must warn you that as a Yorkshireman I have a very costly f- flat cap addiction and 17 whippets to feed and art now and whilst uh, I have no <laughs> idea <laughs> Sounds like he's on the show already <laughs> Yeah Good. Um, okay. Smooth transition. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Got a dash. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for interrupting you. <laughs> um, the homing pigeons are due back any minute. And if the, uh, oh, cheers. Yeah, there you go. Blah, blah, blah. I'm off. Good, good. Uh, laters, Carl. P.S. No one ever asks how you guys are. You how are you we're guys? Fine. We were fine. We were um, fine. <laughs> Carl, I'm off on October the 1st. Come and do the show then. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah, you very much thanks, for that. Carl. Have we got any more letters? No, that's it. That's there, was, it. Oh, there was one in German, but I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't uh, yeah. You didn't. couldn't Google Translate that. Hello. <laughs> Do <laughs> it. German okay, one, let's go. Uh, yeah, uh, we love to hear from you, so please email us. Team at onelifeleft.com. Thanks very much. One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is a chiptune remix of Gangnam Style. Apparently this is very popular, Matt. It is incredibly popular. Uh, Matt from... He's one of the, one of the harmonics guys. <laughs> Matt is. One, one of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, thanks for explaining that to me. Now, Matt, Matt's been around... You've been on tour recently, haven't you, Matt? Yes, we, we've, we've been on tour in Asia. Doing what? Dancing uh, to this. Mostly, mostly just dancing Gangnam Style. <laughs> Everywhere we go, people made us do it. And this is for the launch of your new game, right? Indeed, Dance Central 3. Dance Central 3. How did, how did you come up with the title? <laughs> <laughs> it, it took, it was, we had, had we formed a committee, okay. and uh, we decided that, that three represented uh, the two previous games uh, in the series having existed. I suggested Dance Central 4, but it didn't test well. <laughs> Two plus one. It yeah. works. It works out. So I, I wanted to skip a number, like how, how Xbox went from like Xbox to Xbox 360, and I were like Dance Central Four, all generations. <laughs> Final Fantasy clone. That's what we're saying. So when's it out? Um, it is out October 16th. And what can we expect from it? We can expect a time-traveling narrative that will go back in time and teach you famous dance crazes from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and all the hottest hits of today. Wow. I can tell from the look on your face that you, you're not sure if he's being sincere, but I can assure you there's a time-travel story mode in this dance. So where you defeat an evil dance fascist. Yeah. Right. No, that's also not a joke. So I, I, as, as, as he was saying it, I thought, that's an excellent joke. Now, hang on a minute. You are being serious. Yeah, that sounds brilliant. Who, who are the bosses? 
Uh, the boss is Dr. Tan. He is, uh, he's been the, the villain of Dance Central 1 and 2. He's only briefly hinted at in sort of a Dr. Claw-esque fashion in, okay. in Dance Central 1. But uh, you actually faced up against him in, in Dance Central 2, and he has a he's bigger back. plan than ever in Dance Central yeah, 3. Yeah, he escaped from his airship base that you were battling him on in Dance Central 2, and now you have to take him on again. He's taking some cues from Robotnik, it seems. Yeah. Goodness me. So adding a adding a, a sort of heavy narrative to heavy. what well, it sounds pretty bleak, yeah, you know, it's dark. It's dark. to what people would perceive broadly as a multiplayer game, that must be an interesting challenge. It is. Yeah, we we decided honestly, uh, you know, in making a Kinect game and a quite large Kinect game, why not go after a narrative? And in going after a narrative, we thought, why not just go go all out and be as silly as possible? So mm-hmm. um, it's a it's a very strange story but it shows a lot of awesome characterizations we get to do really f- fun things like uh, pretend we're scanning you in and make the connect scan along with you Very do a little cool. uh, nice. uh, what, what the fans say is not fourth wall breaking but I don't know what to call it if it's not who fourth said wall I wasn't break- fourth wall breaking oh, people on YouTube they don't know what it means then <laughs> <laughs> right so let's start this once more does it break English the fourth major. does it break the fourth wall it does right well there we go every, YouTube you're wrong yeah. every, every single game that we've made in the Dance Central series breaks the, the fourth wall because the characters talk to you yeah you you are you are not playing as the characters on screen. You are their friends. You are actually you in the in the space that you're in. So there is no there is no fourth wall. Right. So what's been your best experience on the tour you've been on? This is taking you to loads of countries, hasn't it? Yeah, we've gone to uh, South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, uh, uh, Singapore. Yep. Singapore was actually my favorite. Singapore was great. We were in a we were in a room where they played Dance Central every day. And there was actually burn-in of the Dance Central 2 loading screen. It was like an arcade where we, wow. were, we were doing our show. And we were like, I was like, what the heck? What's going on? That's, that's from Dance Central 2. Uh, and then I realized it was actually screen burn-in from people playing Dance Central 2. So you guys must have been like celebrities over there. Matt was. <laughs> I had, uh, there are so many pictures of people with me, like, just <laughs> giving a peace sign yeah. and smiling, yeah. They were so happy to see him. Matt stands out in Asia. I mean, like you, you can't tell so much on the radio, but he's a very tall, very skinny uh, Caucasian man, and so he he walks down the street with his bright sneakers, and people take notice. And that's why he was so Someone comfortable. Someone to me about my, sh- my about my shoes today. That's true, and that's why he was so comfortable in the crowds today yeah. for out for our greatest team. Yeah, all applauding. You just assumed people were cheering you. Yeah, yeah. until the woman starts singing "Amazing Boots." That is, that <laughs> did <What>? happen. <laughs> really, that happened. This is why we. Can't come here. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, who? Which nation's the best? Uh, best dancing nation. Best at dancing. I'd say Singapore. Yeah, Singapore. Okay. I'd say, like with South Korea being a close second. How South we... Korea had a great performance. But, okay. But the the, the, the players right. in, in Singapore were, were how did, on how parallel. Did, how do the Brits stack up? We haven't seen yet. Okay. Tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Well, mainly we sort of... What we have to do, I find, is, is drink a lot. And then yeah. we just sort of stand and stare at our it shoes It depends on what corner. time it is. And then Careless Whisper comes on and then we start dancing. <laughs> if you get a slow sway and a beer in you first, exactly. then you're okay. We were talking to the Fable team today and they said that, that initially when, when uh, people at Lionhead were, were playing, that they were overly cautious until one of their Brazilian employees started playing. And he, right. he went... Well, Peter Molyneux famously hates dance, doesn't he? Famously? He fa- yeah, famously. So it's, it's basically Did you not hear the story about the no. Fable well, launch gonna... party where they had a DJ and <laughs> no. um, they put on S Club 7, Don't Stop Moving. Amazing. Molyneux goes mental. Livid. Absolutely. He's like, stop moving. And, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Stop moving. And, and the, that, song, that song's like our second national anthem here. Yeah. Right. No one hates that song, but Molyneux. Yeah. Livid. He must have just thought the party felt like it was on rails and he just wanted to tell everyone it was no not par- on rails. After that, there was no party. He ended the Shut party. Shut it down. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what, I, I don't know. Does Dance Central 3 have a last dance mode where you get to hold someone close and, you know, that panic at the end of the night to <laughs> find a partner? <laughs> Connect could interpret some interesting moves there, couldn't it? Could do. And then, yeah, and then Connect could turn the lights on and Dance Central 4, maybe. Yeah, no that cliffhanger ending. I've written pitches like this before. <laughs> <laughs> He's not joking. Well, we're, we're all in it together. We're going to make a game, aren't we? we? Are. Yeah. Maybe it could be that. Just track people's eye contact, see when their eyes meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then lose points for looking at people. Yeah, don't make sure that they that the people dancing can't see, don't see you looking at them. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. It is, uh, it is true to say. Actually, That's creepy. Um, <laughs> Matt has had some inspiration while uh, while we've been hanging out. Yeah. Uh, Okay. And yeah, he's he's fallen in love. No, I have indeed. Stop. No, not with me. I know. <laughs> I, that, but that, with that another, a long time ago. Another another uh, outstanding uh, London um, based duo. 
Duo? Yeah. Duo? <laughs> I'm not a duo. That doesn't work. No, yeah. Anyway, who, who do you love, Matt? Wenlock and Mandeva. Oh, do you? <laughs> Are you my son? Uh, He's four. <laughs> now, he loves him. And he, he, he bought Innoc- an Innocent Smoothie because he had the Olympics logo on it. And then the other day we went round town looking for Wenlock and Mandeville. So that's what we've been doing all today. It's uh, <laughs> literally the worst thing that's ever happened to our entire design philosophy is Matt discovering these characters. I, really? I, I'm insisting on finding about three, three maybe, maybe three, four inch tall metallic they, action oh, figures of them. That's what I need. Right, okay. I, I made Steve take like four or five everyone. pictures of me with no, different ones, you, and you John actually, had to take a couple. Wenlock went on half price sale because what happened was that they <laughs> was that they didn't put the mascots in the stadium early enough, so so only kids saw the, the sort of joy of them late on. I mean, in Sainsbury's, they were half price. Mandeville sold out. Can't get a Mandeville for love nor money. <laughs> exactly. I'm being shown a picture of Matt with uh, with Mandeville. Is He's it? So you know, they, they have a, they have a song and they have actually their own rhythm game. Yeah. Oh. They do on their website. Yeah, yeah, I was playing it with Dexter. Yeah, I was playing it as well. Well, maybe we should, maybe we should hang out more. <laughs> you and my four-year-old son. How would you feel? Uh, he's brilliant at dancing. We could hire him. He sounds like he's as good as our lead designer. <laughs> Time for Craig the Rage McClellan. Due to a lazy journalist slapdash fact-checking in the late 1980s, millions of people have spent much of the past couple of decades wrongly believing that R. Kelly is a popular R&B singer and record producer. What few people realise is that he's actually a 45-year-old single man who lives in a one-bedroom flat in Doncaster and works in the local branch of High Street off-licence chain Threshers. Tonight is especially quiet. R. Kelly assumes that people are at home watching the Olympics. He imagines families settling down to watch the sport together, couples with eyes glued to the screen, one reaching out to gently and wordlessly squeeze the hand of the other in a gesture of casual intimacy. And then he's interrupted by the flat electric dual tone door chime and he looks up in time to see her walking through the door. Her, the beautiful brown haired girl who's been coming into the off license once or twice a week for the past couple of months and for whom he's developed a debilitating crush which strikes him dumb in her company. R. Kelly watches as she scans the red wines anticipating that she'll pick something from Argentina or New Zealand for £8.99 or less. As she approaches the counter with her purchase R. Kelly looks into her eyes, dark brown and deep with humanity and kindness, and feels a heady surge of purpose. He must talk to her today, now. R. Kelly scans the bottle, rifling through his mental handbook of conversational openers, damning himself for not paying more attention to popular culture. No time to think, say something R. Kelly, say something. And then suddenly, I don't suppose you like speech de bell. I'm sorry, says the brown-haired girl, taken aback but curious about this quiet, sad-eyed man in the white do-rag and puffer jacket, who she's seen sitting behind this counter week after week. I said, do you like speech de Bell? I don't really know, says the girl, awkward now, as she watches R. Kelly's face crumple and flush with embarrassment. Uh, Would you like a second-hand copy of Assassin's Creed Revelations? I've got a friend who works on the market stall in town. But R. Kelly is babbling now. And the girl is already backing towards the door. It's okay, no, I don't really like video games. And she's already opening the door. The flat, dual-tone chime, ha ha at him. As R. Kelly calls after her. I don't either. But she's gone. I don't like video games either. Craig the Rage McClellan. <laughs> it's time for One Life Left Reviews section, which has a theme. And it's this one. Theme. Sorry. Uh, Anne, what have you been playing this week? Uh, I've been playing Super Hexagon. Whoa, everybody's playing that. That's a game. It's a game, isn't it? You and everyone. It's a game. Super Hexagon is the way that I feel when I am lying on my bed drunk. It spins so much. What do you do? So the game is uh, you're a little triangle in the middle, the screen spins, hexagons, lines in. Oh no, you're a. Wait, what? <laughs> Have you played it? I'm Are drunk. you drunk? <laughs> <laughs> the second. Um, okay, there is a hexagon in the middle. Lines come towards the hexagon. You are a triangle and need to get around the edge of the hexagon without being hit by the lines. I didn't realise this for the entire first time that I played it and I kept getting hit by the lines. I was like, this isn't going on to a new level. I don't get it. I've been doing this for ages. And then I didn't hit one and the game started. Um, so, it, it's a ridiculous game. Right. Um... Because you can only play it for like a few seconds at a time before she goes, 
Oh, game over. What What made you choose this one this week? Oh, because everyone was playing it. Because everyone was playing it, right? Yeah. They've been raving about it. No, yeah, the person who says that, friend yeah. of the show, Jen Frank. Mm. Mm. And the uh, designer, friend of the show, Terry Kavner. Yeah. And the person who played it, you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really tricky. Like, you can... I mean, so you get past the first level if you manage to avoid the lines coming at you for 10 seconds. Uh, my maximum time that I was able to do was 12 seconds. So you like did 12. it. 12.23. So I did it. I got onto level two. Good work. No further. Okay. Um, yeah, it just makes me feel like I'm drunk. But I like it. I kept playing it and kept playing it. And I played it for so, so long and did basically improved marginally. If this came in a box, that would be on the back of the box, yeah. wouldn't it? Your yeah. box quotes. Very good. What's the score? Uh, I'll give it 7 out of 10. Excellent. Who wants to go next? Simon? I've just been playing old games. Uh, I played uh, Jumping Flash on my uh, Vita because, you know, that's what you want to play with such mm -hmm. an immense amount of processing power as old video games. And 3D platformer ever. Yeah, uh, it's certainly not as pretty as I remembered it, but then mm. neither are any of us. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's good. Uh, a little rough around the edges, but still a joy to play. 7 out of 10. I've been playing um, Persona 3, uh, which is the PSP version on the Vita. Uh, I'm 20 hours into that and only halfway through the year uh, it's a game where you kill yourself in order to attack monsters sort of okay. you have to shoot yourself in the head to, for Persona to emerge um, but then uh, alongside the narrative you have these social links so you have to not only um, save the world from the shadows but by day you have to go to school and it gives you actual questions during during <laughs> tests and stuff like that it's great it's, it's crazy uh, it's brilliant can you take woodwork no, well, you, know, you can choose what classes to join. Okay. I've not joined. I'm in um, music, and uh, I'm top of the uh, kendo. Really? Yeah, I am. Yeah. So that's been good. Um, okay. I'm quite keen to finish it because I want to play Metal Gear Solid next. But uh, I will get through it. Seven out of ten. Uh, Simon Product, what, what have you been playing? I've actually been playing Super Hexagon as well. Ooh. Oh, I, I, I see it as in you're travelling into the screen maze game. <laughs> That's a better description, isn't it? <laughs> you're definitely not travelling in. You're travelling out of the screen. You're yeah. travelling towards the player. The, 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 the maze is going in. You are travelling outwards. Yeah, in or out. But, but no, it's very, very, out. very, very hard. And I, I think the maximum I've done is about 15 seconds. So well, you're better than me. Did it, you feel drunk when you did it? Uh, I, felt I felt so drunk. I felt a bit sick. You like I have to say, if we took, we removed the reference to the game here and just like in or out doesn't matter. Fifteen seconds, yeah, felt a bit sick. <laughs> Were you drunk? <laughs> it's got it's got great chip tune in there as well. It does. Yes. It's got brilliant stuff. music because you love it on, on this yeah, on yeah. this program. And uh, just for a bit of re relaxation after all that stress levels from that, from Super Hexagon, I rediscovered Osmos. Right. It's such a beautiful game. If you yes. if you've not played it, it's it's like really organic. Where you're travelling around, trying to make your thing bigger than again, everything again, else. Let's also, cut out, circles. Let's cut out the game reference. Didn't you review this yeah. a few weeks ago? So that's interesting. Two games that Anne's reviewed before on the show. You'd get on well. Will your scores tally? What are you going to give them? I think mine's seven out of ten for okay. Super Hexagon. Interesting. And Osmus. Seven out of ten. Yeah, they did, yeah. Vindicating our review policy. Matt, what have you been playing? Well, the aforementioned When Lock and Mandeville music game, obviously. <laughs> of course, of course, seven of course, out of ten, of course. clearly. Straight seven clearly. out of ten, no question. And then uh, I've been actually playing a, a game on my phone, Gravity Guy, which is uh, a w Windows phone game. I happen to have one of those. So uh, it's it's quite good, but very punishing. I'd say seven out of ten. And then vicariously playing Dust, uh, which I was playing a lot when I was home, um, and now I'm just getting uh, information about it right. by Christina, who's home playing it. Okay. I, I, I obviously she gives it a 7 out of 10. Okay. Okay. Can we do that? Can we have 7s given by proxy? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Fine. What about just you? just happened. Fine. Yeah. Uh, John. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, I've still been working. I've been on the road for two and a half weeks, actually, but okay. I'm still playing uh, slightly dated games. I'm sure you've talked about sound shapes before on the show. Uh, we have. We talked actually about haven't. Sound shapes. Simon and I have talked about sound shapes. We have. Yeah. Okay. Um, it... Uh, Soundcheck very foolishly was released in between the, w w when we were off air. Well, what were they thinking? I know exactly. I know. Look at your marketing. You guys sensibly held back Dance Central Four until we came back. F football's putting a new update out. We yep. actually we've held back Dance Central Four for like a whole <laughs> 20, two more years. <laughs> yeah, or a couple, couple more years. <laughs> um, Wait, is that an exclusive? Yes. Yeah. 
So, so, what do you think? I think Sound Shapes is great. It's a little musical platformer. I've been playing it on my Vita. It's got that cross-play, so you can play it on PS3 uh, or Vita, and I've been on the road, so Vita's been the way to go. It's got a great level uh, by Beck, which I think is my favorite Everybody level. raves about that. Yeah, it's the, best, it's the best one. And then a great little beat maker. I mean, obviously, I work with sequencers in the band that Matt and I are in, uh, so we, we like to make some fun music, but it's been a great little toy. Uh, I really like the art style, and I thought about giving it a really high score, but I think uh, after you know knowing about Beck's uh, background, I'm going to have to give it a 7 out of 10. Exactly. That's fair enough. I've been playing football manager. Have you? Are you I on, know, right? You? I know. Against all my principles. It's like the opposite of what we... years, we've had the theme what? of the show. We've had Mike. Uh, Mike. We've had Miles. Miles. Jacobson OBE. Yeah. Is he an OBE? Is it that one? It's one of the Bs. Yeah, did you not know the that show? basically if you come on the show, you're the, the, the Queen will honour you? It's quite likely it's quite you likely. We've had three OBEs. Radio 5 had um, none. Yeah, and you know, I, I, I've made no... no OBEs. <laughs> made no pretense to Miles that I play his game. Like I say, it's just a spreadsheet. What are you yeah. talking about? I'm addicted. Yeah. What format have you been playing? Uh, the Android, uh, uh, Android version. It's cut down, and I like that because it's just overwhelming on the on on the PC. And yeah, I'm I'm finding it really really good time killer between uh, while I'm travelling. And exactly the 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 problem I always had before was when I played Stockport, uh, they would just get relegated and relegated and relegated. And now they're literally as far down as they can go. Right. That I can't do anything worse. Than, than's actually happening, so we're just sort of sat m- mid-table in Blue Square. That's League. fine. I can actually go down. I've just realised I could go down to the regionals, couldn't I? Right. They're they're in there, are they? Yeah, they are. Um, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and Good. although it is, you know, everything that you imagine this game would be, the cut-down version is for me, and that allows me to give it seven out of ten. Good job. Thanks. Uh, what are we doing now? It's a few minutes to go. Should we have a bit of music? A bit of music. Or actually, no. Let's have Doctor Avatar. Thirteen hundred hours, Doctor Avatar, emergency dictation for patient Yoshi. Ms. Yoshi was admitted with diffuse pelvic pain that has grown in intensity since yesterday morning. The patient's history is notable for recent female-to-male sex reassignment surgery. I've placed Mr. Yoshi on IV hydromorphone and I'm ordering a serum screen along with pelvic ultrasound stat. Fifteen hundred hours, ultrasonography is positive for pregnancy with a large egg accumulating in the patient's residual uterus. Evidently, the patient's hormone therapy was insufficient to suppress eugenesis. Consulting the surgeon on call, we agreed that trans-abdominal retrieval will be far too messy. I'm preparing to sedate Mr. Yoshi and insert an airway as we attempt to remove his genital prosthesis. 2100 hours. After an arduous collaboration with surgery, we have managed to restore the patient's canal and permit extrusion of the egg. However, I fear our intervention may have been a permanent one. The patient will likely have to tolerate egg production regardless of his gender identity, a matter we will discuss after his anesthesia subsides. Ending dictation for patient Yoshi. The beautiful medical report from One Life Left's very own Doctor Avatar. It's nearly the end of the show. Simon. Whoa, we've uh, we've not done lots of stuff, have we? We didn't we didn't talk specifically about the GMAs. We didn't. Uh, we are we are nominated for. Yeah, for, for one award. I noticed that Yogcast is nominated for Best Video, which, um, thankfully, we are not. No, we're best... We're, yeah, we're not... Because we don't do sound. anything to children. No. So, you know, it's good not to be nominated Can't for them. Can't pin that on us, Gov. Yeah. Interesting um, thing going on. Like, specialist writer prints, right? Three of the nominees are wearing glasses. <laughs> well, specialist writer are they online, Google glasses? Four of them are. Oh. Yeah. Whereas writer, national newspaper... Oh, no, there's one set of glasses. Yes, very... No, here it is. Mainstream magazines. None of them are wearing glasses. Really? Mainstream. Suspicious. Fascinating. Mainstream. Simon Parkin's got... Have you seen his photo? No. <laughs> it's like that. I think that you could enlarge that and like, flip it around and make him kiss himself, <laughs> which is what I do. Uh, so uh, we should talk more about GMAs another time. Uh, we need you to get your diaries out. Put October the 4th. October Thursday, the 4th. October the 4th. Put that in, in your diary. Your diary now. What colours do you use to put things in your diary? Use the brightest colour you have. The, the most permanent. We are running uh, video game karaoke at, at Walkabout Temple uh, on a Thursday night uh, from 7 o'clock. Details will go on Facebook. It's happy hour all night, and yes. we've got it until 3. How much <laughs> have we got to spend at the bar? <laughs> we've got to get through £1,000 on happy hour. Oh, <laughs> <my goodness. laughs> Excellent. Put it in your diaries. It's going to be a good time.
Anne, uh, how did you get on with emailing people? Yeah, good. Uh, I, so I tweeted Greg Rice and Kichi, and I said, Hi, guys, have some feedback. Ari, middle manager of justice. I did not get this game when it was accidentally released. Because, uh, this is be- not, no, this is because it does not sound like a game that would be of interest to me. Not because I don't like iOS <laughs> games. I really do, but because I don't like middle management or justice. So my feedback would be to sex these things up. Uh, E.g., make the middle management wear a snazzy jacket. They could be purple. Also, maybe justice could be less just, more muscular. Maybe there could be a gym section where Justice exhibits his ripped torso. Uh, then Justice could rip the jackets off of the middle management. I can't see my last tweet. Uh, We're going to have to leave it there, Anne, if you want to see that, follow at <laughs> Scanters. Simon, uh, we can find Fluid Football at fluidfootball.com, right? Matt and John, Dance Central 4 out soon. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Thanks see you for coming. Then. Bye. See you, bye. 